Hey, I'm Nicole Renee, and I'm a big believer in the maxim that wellness is wealth. I've spent over half my life teaching people to get truly well, emotionally, physically, mentally, through fitness, self-care, nutrition, and mind-body practice. I absolutely love entrepreneurs as well. Whether you are a secret entrepreneur who has an idea, but you're afraid to go out and implement it and make it a business, or if you already have a business and have taken that big jump and have made your idea into reality. So when I'm not teaching about wellness, I teach entrepreneurs how to actualize their practice in all its myriad ways as the linchpin to creativity, leadership, happiness, confidence, authenticity, which then leads them to a deeper purpose and the courage to go after it. Remember, you can have all the money, people, material things in the world, but if you don't have wellness, you don't have anything. Everything begins and ends with our wellness. You can lose it all and always begin again if you have it. So wellness is the true wealth. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Transcend Through Wellness, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Transcend Through Wellness. This is Nicole, your hostess for this podcast today and every day that I lead this podcast. And um, I felt inspired today to talk a little bit about leveraging your skills, leveraging what you do in order to create more freedom. And there's this misconception that seems to be very prevalent out there that if you are the person who performs the service in your business, that somehow you can never not be a part of that in order to make money. And that's not true. I was having a conversation with my sister last night and uh, we kind of talked about this subject like we have many, many times. And just to give you a little background, because I think it's illustrative of what I hear time and time and time again in my consulting practice. She's a very successful hairstylist in the Bay Area. She's done hair for over 20 years. She has done a lot of additional training and education, and she's always furthering her skill set. She's a salon owner at this point, and before that, she was the manager of a very busy salon. And it is in the Bay Area, but it's in a very exclusive part of the Bay Area where we used to live when we were younger. And so her clientele is very high-end. They spend a lot of money on their appearance, and she has created a six-figure business on her own just by staying dedicated to this community and building her business in this community. But we were having a chat because, you know, she's in her 40s and she's her family has been raised. Her daughters are now 19 and 22 and they're she's in a different phase of life. And we were talking a little bit about what's next and how she's feeling about all of that. And if you know anything about the hair business, in order for her to make the money that she's accustomed to making, she has to stand behind her chair and do the service. But she's now, like I said, in her 40s, and it now behooves her to start thinking about how she can make money and not be there anymore. How does she automate? How does she grow a revenue stream? How does she build upon and leverage her skill set in order to create passive income, passive revenue that happens when she is not at the salon? 
And this story is very illustrative of lots of people who perform services, whether you're a teacher, a hairstylist, an esthetician, um, you know, somebody who performs a service. A lot of times it's very dependent on you performing the service in order for the money to be made. But I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. Part of your business could be that way, and the other part of your business could be a myriad of other things. So in order to keep illustrating the point and to keep painting the picture here, my sister has very, very deep experience, not only in the practice of creating and styling beautiful hair where it's color and cut, she's become very well known for that, but she's also a very savvy business person. Anybody who can build a business like she has and support a family of four for over 20 years on her four-day-a-week schedule knows a thing or two about business, and she definitely does. But it's almost like there's a roadblock there when it comes to using that skill set, monetizing that skill set, leveraging that skill set in order to create passive revenue. She can't see how she could do that, but I do because that's my superpower. Not only am I an intuitive, but I have over 20 years of business coaching and am really adept at understanding how certain things can be leveraged and things can be created out of skill sets that create passive revenue. And so in in her example, she owns this beautiful salon now in uh, Silicon Valley And she has a pretty good Instagram following because like she's been doing hair for 20 years and she's pretty good about posting her work, photographs of the results she gets her clients. Her clients are 90% female. Um, And and it, it is very representative. She also has done a lot of outreach work. She does the 49er cheerleaders as well, their hair and makeup, and has done that for, I wanna say about 10 years as well. So if you were to look at her Instagram following, you would see all these beautiful photographs of all the different haircuts and hair color and things that she does. And it would show her skill set as a colorist and a stylist. But what her Instagram, and I would say she has three to 400 followers on there. 20 years in the same town will garner a good following. Plus she's, like I said, a savvy business person. But how do you leverage an Instagram account like that being the practitioner, being the stylist who has to stand behind the chair in order to make the money and create a passive revenue stream from those two things. And my advice to her was to start creating Instagram reels. And Instagram is the example I'm using here, but you could use any social media depending on where your following is and what you're comfortable with. She's comfortable on Instagram. But she could create some reels of her talking about how to sell product. My sister is amazing at selling product, and that's a huge revenue stream for a salon. She could make a reel about how to hire new stylists. She could make a reel about the top five mistakes new stylists make when they come out of cosmetology school. She could make reels about how to price her services. She could make reels about how to invest in the best software for your business. She can make a reel about creating a space where you take photos of your clients so you can create an Instagram following. She could create a reel about customer service. She could create a reel about how she's built her business from nothing to a six-figure business that supports a family of four 
in the Bay Area, which is one of the most expensive markets there is. So there's a lot that she could leverage in order to create passive income. And what happens when you create reels and content around the business aspect of what you do? It means you can provide coaching. It means you could provide an online course. It means you could provide a membership where you teach other people what you've learned. She has such deep expertise in the business of being a stylist that it would be a very easy transition for her to start leveraging that skill set. But the way you do it is you start creating content that shows that you know how to do that and that provides valuable content to people who need to hear it. Because as we all know, there are tons of stylists that come out of cosmetology school every single year all over the world. But what they don't teach you in cosmetology school is how to run a successful salon or how to be an excellent stylist. They don't teach you the business part of being a stylist. And I don't care if you're an artist, a dog walker, a teacher, anybody who provides a service, typically your training does not include the business of it. And I know this because I work with people who own yoga personal training, Pilates, bar fitness, gyms, meditation studios, and all of them were trained to be teachers. None of them were trained to be business owners. So there's a gap in the market. And typically we want to learn from people who we resonate with. We somehow, we feel what they're teaching because we're like them. You know, the yoga teacher wants to learn from another yoga teacher who's done well a lot of the time. She's a hairstylist who's done really well. Obviously, young hairstylists are going to want to learn from her. So teaching the business part of it through Instagram sets her up to start creating passive income through just consulting work or an online course, like I said, or a membership or something somebody could just buy. If she created an online course that was the business of owning a hair salon, the top 10 things you need to know, that's passive revenue for her once she has it up on Teachable or Thinkific, right? There's a million different ways to do this. So she could not only leverage that skill set, but the other skill set my sister has is that she's very gifted in mentoring assistants. All of her styling assistants have gone on to have incredible careers because of her mentorship of them, because she teaches them tips and tricks with the styling part of things, the art of being a stylist, but she also teaches them about customer service, sales, marketing, and the business part, and she's done that for years for free, but she could turn that into a coaching program, a workshop, an event where she could charge per head. There is no such thing as finishing school for stylists when they come out of cosmetology school. And if there is, there's not that many of them. So there really is a market for helping people once they come out, not make the mistakes that a lot of stylists make. And we know that there are tons of hair salons all over the world who are full of people who don't know what they're doing, right? And then there are the salons that have people that do know what they're doing. And they're the ones that rise to the top because not only are they gifted stylists, but they also have some sort of savvy business acumen, whether they've hired it or they've become that person. So 
in this example, as you can see, she starts out behind the chair being the practitioner, being the person, you know, there's this very famous book, which for some reason is escaping me right now. And there's the technician and the entrepreneur. And when you're the one that does the service, you're the technician, whether that you're the baker, the stylist, or the yoga teacher, or the dog walker. Like I said, if you're the one performing the service, you're the technician, the esthetician, you're the technician. And a lot of people who get into business and own businesses actually prefer to be the technician. They don't want to do the rest of it. They don't want to be the entrepreneur. And then you have other people who, after a while of being the technician and performing the services, are ready to grow into entrepreneur mindset. And they might keep some of the technical part because they enjoy it. But now they're ready to go to the next level because they're in a different place in their life and they want to spend their time doing other things like traveling and like enjoying their children and their family and pursuing other hobbies or pleasures that they want in their life. Everybody gets to a certain level in their life and they're ready for something different. So there's the entrepreneur and the technician. At some point, you do have to make your distinction and decide where you want to be on that. And a lot of times the technician does get to a place where they want to be entrepreneur. And how do you make that jump when you're the one that makes all that money? You have to think about it too. It's not sustainable to always be the person that has to be present in order to make the money because you need to have a life. You need to be able to go on vacation. You need to be able to enjoy your family and travel and have friendships and do other things and take care of your own health and wellness. So how do you do that? How do you remove yourself from the equation and yet still make money while you sleep? Well, the way you do it is how I just described. You have to leverage your other skill sets that maybe are in the similar vein of your business, but they're teachable or they're an offer that can happen when you're not there because you've pre-recorded it or it requires less time. One-on-one -on -one coaching is typically an hour at a time, one day long workshop that you charge $10,000 for. If you were doing hair for that, that would take three weeks, four weeks for some people, right? But if you could charge $10,000 for a day, retreat. That's a whole different thing, isn't it? So it's about using your time wisely, using your skill set wisely, leveraging your skill set. And nine times out of 10, the people that I work with are all in the technician mindset and they can't see their way to being entrepreneur. So that's where I come in. That's where I can help them. And why can I do that? Because I've spent over 15 years consulting business owners I've also created my own online course. I've also leveraged my own business because for a long time, I was the technician. I was the consultant. I was the one that needed to be there. And then I figured out that an online course scales my business. It removes me from the equation and it gets bought and consumed and it helps people while I'm doing other things. And memberships do the same thing. There are lots of different ways to do this. So there's always options. We live in the age of the internet. We live in an age of technology, and that has widened the scope of what we're able to do and how we're able to scale our businesses when we're the ones performing the service for money. It's just a matter of working with someone like me so that I can help you see where you can do this, how you can do this, and what kind of money it can make for you once the initial work is done. 
it's sort of like the people who take their expertise and write a book or their knowledge gets turned into a TV series or it gets turned into um, some sort of, you know, course at a retreat center or at a university. The reason that happens is because they need to scale their work. More people need to know this. And so how do they do it? They just widen the lens. And when you're getting started, a lot of times what helps us do that is social media. That's our first audience. Maybe it's getting up on stage for you. if You already have that platform. Maybe it's holding an event. Maybe you have a wide circle of friends and acquaintances who need the work that you're about to talk about, or they're going to spread the word for you. Maybe you're going to start a podcast and start talking about it there. But there's a lot of different ways to get the word out about what you can do, what you can offer, and how you can help. And in my sister's situation, she can most definitely help people. She can most definitely monetize those skills. She most definitely has an audience. Absolutely. So my superpower is seeing the gifts, the strengths, the unique skill sets in the people I work with. The only magic I bring to the table is a reflection of who's sitting in front of me. My gift is seeing potential. I can see it before they can. And when I see it, I know how I know how to get them from point A to point B, whereas they can't. Now, we all need someone like me in their in our lives, myself included. I need somebody to look at me in that way as well and help me see past what I can't. But for for all of you who are listening, that's what I do for other people. That's what I've successfully done for other business owners and people who want to be business owners for the past 15 years. And I'm exceptionally good at it. So I help you get out of your own way. And I just reflect back what I see, the potential, and how to get you from the starting point of idea to full realization, which means more freedom for you, more creativity for you, more time for you to spend doing the things you want to do instead of doing the things you don't want to do. And who doesn't want to make money while you're vacationing? We all do. We all would love a little more travel in our life, a little more relaxation, a little more time with our kids, a little more time with our friends, right? And we all would like to be doing work that we love to do. And each job that we pick, each career path that we pick has some things that we love about it and some other things we don't love about it. But what if you could spend more time doing the things you love about it? And here's another little secret that's going to change for you over time. Whereas at some point, it's going to sound really fun to do one part of your business as you grow and change and transform in, our, in your life, other things become more attractive to you within it. Or maybe there's even a pivot at some point because that's the nature of human growth and potential is that we do change, we do level up, we do switch focus, we do decide that we're ready for something different. And then it takes on another life where I come in is helping you see that trajectory and what the possibilities can be and also the practical part of how to make that happen. So I hope this story of how my beautiful sister, who's an incredibly talented stylist in one of the most sought after Silicon Valley towns um, in all of California, could leverage her skill set and be making three times the money that she's making now without even being there. On another episode, I'll talk to you about the common roadblocks that I hear when people aren't ready to embrace that abundance that awaits there for all of us. And I'll dispel those myths and why they don't matter and why they're just an excuse and how to overcome them. So tune in for next time. You can follow me at Transcend Through Wellness on Instagram. 
where I talk about all things wellness and potential. My website is NicoleChateau.com, and I'm always available for one-on-one coaching. I have several packages available. They're all three-month engagements, and they're meant for us to have a relationship so that I can get you from idea to reality. I don't just have one conversation with you and then let you go and figure it out. No, I stay with you for three months, and I help you get it out into the world in a way that's super tangible where you start seeing results and you start seeing the money come into your bank account. So check out my services and my packages at NicoleChateau.com. And I look forward to seeing, talking to you. I always say seeing, but I don't see any of you because it's a podcast talking with you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so glad you're here. I hope the content resonated with you, that you felt inspired, motivated, and supported. If you feel like it would help someone you know, then send it on over to them. You can share it on social media, email it to them, or text it. And even better, leave me a review. I love reading all the comments. I love looking at the ratings because it helps me create more content that will truly help you. That's the intention in which I created Transcend Through Wellness, the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Transcend Through Wellness and send me a DM if you want to chat. I look forward to uh, checking in with you next week. And until then, remember wellness is the true wealth. Get out there and have a beautiful, beautiful day.